Hey, it's the Speak Podcast with Pete and uh, Adam. Hey, Rob's over there on the left. How you doing? You really wanted to ensure that was going to be on the show, huh? Well, no, I don't want to talk because I thought you were doing the countdown. Like, I would have gone, but then you stopped. It smells like watery butthole. Kind of like a liquidy form of it. I don't want to know why you know what that smells like. There's a whole lot of context missing here. Adam sniffing watery buttholes. Um, it tastes like water, and then I don't you get very slight. Oh, I'm drinking a pure still mango spiked still water, four point five percent, contains alcohol, eleven point two. Uh, yeah, so watery, slight dash of fruit. Not as bad as I was expecting. So I don't know why you would expect fruit water to be like terrible. Everything you guys said. <laughs> I mean, it's just not good, but it's not like it's going to taste like watery butthole. It smells like it, but it doesn't taste like it. <laughs> this can go nowhere good. It has just, gone. It gets worse. Nowhere good. Drink. This has gone nowhere good. It can only get better? That's patently untrue. It, there's a possibility this could get marginally better. I might allow that. <laughs> You're going to have to make some kind of concession. We're already here. Yeah, God, aren't we? Uh, and here, today, on the show, other than Adam's alcoholic water because you know he just wasn't getting enough alcohol in the day so he had to add it to his h2o we have fruited beers the style today is fruited beers specifically ales starting off with sun king's orange vanilla sunlight cream ale orange vanilla sunlight cream ale combined smooth malt character with the flavors of vanilla and orange which is shocking uh that makes sense. all with a crisp Clean finish. 5.3% alcohol by volume, 20 IBUs. Does anyone want to try and lap here still? Absolutely not. Pete? If you had the mango mm, one? I've had it. All right. The can on this one is the typical Sun King type style can. So you have the Mayan god. Is it Mayan or Aztec? I always forget. Why are you leaving out the Incans? I don't care about that. Or the Omex or the Toltec? I just go in with the two big ones. I'm not actually going to answer your question because I don't actually care about the answer or your question. We have some Mesoamerican god, and uh, he has the face. There's a pyramid. There's grain. So it's going to taste. They're going to have some slight grain, slight wheat. Um, the orange is obviously going to be the orange, f- orange taste, and then uh, the white symbolizes vanilla. So I mean, this one, this one, slam dunk. It's gonna. So you're going to get orange vanilla. It tastes like basketball. It's going to taste like. Uh, I wish I could remember the game they played with their hips and the balls and the hoops. Oh. And then if you lose, if you wait, if you won, you got sacrificed, or if you lost, you got sacrificed. I think losers got sacrificed. I We're back was, to neither answering nor caring. I thought it was the winners because it's like, these are good bodies. Let's give them to the Quetzalcoatl. Well, if you know their God, shouldn't you be able to narrow this down? Well, well I mean, I. He doesn't. I That's was the assuming. only one he knows. <laughs> he doesn't actually know what that is the God of or to which people that god belongs. He just knows that that's a name that he knows. It was Mayan, and it was a feathered serpent, and it uh, was kind of like their main god who did god stuff. Oh, I thought you were going to say, to wit, <laughs> this <laughs> here. <laughs> that would have wrapped it up. Oh, Any other... Oh, you almost spilled it. No, I did not almost spilled it. You did. I am now drinking the sunlight... Or- wait, orange vanilla sun- <laughs> You just had the can orange vanilla something in like your vanilla. big stupid hand. My and this is also beer that you brought. This was your contribution. We should mark this, which down. is, to be fair, on par with all of your other contributions. Both of these beers I bought brought. Um, you still are tilting away from your body. This is how spills happened. 
I, mean, I drink a lot of it then. He, you're intentionally only given about like four ounces. Chug it. So I get um, knocked down, but you get up again. Never going to keep me down. Piss in the night. I, uh, <laughs> you uh, piss in the night? And there's some movie ring. Songs are good times. Um, so uh, back to this. I get. Because no one would have known what happened. You had <laughs> no, to articulate. I had to, I, I'm, back. I'm moving on. Let, to be fair, I think that this is probably the most airtime Chumbawamba has gotten since 1998. <laughs> oh, that the Mayan god, Chumbawamba? Yeah, he was the god of... Tub thumping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's, there's no follow-up. You win. Um, I get a lot of vanilla. I don't get much orange. Like, oh, I get a little bit of citrus on the back. Um... But to me, this is very, like, vanilla-heavy, um, kind of a bitter aftertaste, lingers. Yeah, I don't get as much orange. Like, to me, when I when I read this description, I was expecting, like, the creamsicle uh, every time I hear orange vanilla. But to me, it's just kind of like a, I don't know. I don't get as much flavor as I was. You want more cream? Um, I want more orange. There's a good bit of orange, dog. Your mouth is broken. Yeah, whereas I would say that vanilla is kind of the predominant flavor. Uh, there's there's definitely uh, a good amount of orange there. I find it to be fairly identifiable. I'll cleanse my palate. Not really a whole lot after that. You you mostly get the vanilla and the orange, or I mostly get the vanilla and the orange, and then a little bit of malt off the back, crisp drinkable if a touch sweet for my particular taste but not surprising when you use the uh the sunlight cream ale as a base it, it is again it is approachable it is drinkable it is crisp it is refreshing um for me personally like i said i think it's a little a little sweet to be a repetitive warm weather beer but i'm probably in the minority on that so vanilla up front i agree with I get the body of the beer to me is very orangey. The first couple sips were a little more on the sweet citrus side. The As I get into it more, I get more of kind of the rind, a little bit of bitter, which I think pairs nicely with the malt finish. I was going to say it's somewhat effervescent. Not a ton, but there's a good bit of carbonation. It's relatively bright throughout, and it's refreshing. But refreshing is not maybe the first word, I would use uh, in describing the beer because I think there's a good bit of malt and bitter and body to it. What's the second word you would use? I don't know. I'll have to play it back in post and let you know. But the beer itself, I think, has still some complexity to it. I guess what I thought I was going to get into is going to be something more simplistic. And because it's coming from Sun King, that kind of contributed to it because it's, it's a beer that they've marketed quite a bit for the season. So I was thinking, it's still very approachable, but I guess I was thinking if this is going to be the one that they're going to push, if this is kind of going to be the summer beer, maybe it's more for the masses as opposed to discerning, pretentious, insert whatever craft beer stereotype you have, craft beer consumer. Yeah. But I think it kind of pleases both, to be real honest with you. It's still going to be light, and it's orange and it's vanilla, and so it's not doing anything crazy. But I think there's enough there to keep even the discerning, douchey, pretentious beer drinkers entertained. Sorry, you're on your phone again. I always I I, I look to stop when your eyes. Well, no, I thought you were when still... your gaze meets mine. 
thought you're still go- thought you're still going. Um, no, I finished like ooh. a while ago. Typical. Yeah, I know. Everyone was unsatisfied, so you knew I was done. I mean, I I was satisfied. Well, like once you learn to expect it, it's like, oh, this is it. I mean, if 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 I don't go out and seek other reviews or descriptions and I just accept like I'm going to have a short description then I'm like okay this is just my life now so I'm okay with it was this to make me feel better or you just to seem more awkward I think he lost the plot somewhere in the middle and all kinds of (laughs) words just randomly tumbled out I talk very good well so I will now give my rating uh, and continuing the pattern of words I'm going to give this one a I'm going to give it a meh wow yeah you were you were the guy I I know I I know but like I don't know to me it's just Every now and then, like, we have beers, and you guys get more complexity, more flavor, so, like, maybe I'm missing a certain taste bud or something, but, like, but this has happened a few times where it's, like, you guys, like... took it out in your sleep. I removed it. How do you take it out? Oh. With a knife. It was very painful, I'm sure, but you were asleep. Like a fish knife? Is that a thing? Maybe a fillet knife. (laughs) No, it's fish knife. You got your octopus knife, your fish knife, your calamari knife, your squid knife. A lot of those knives are, like, the same knife. Hey. How many? Hey, who's the sous chef? <laughs> yeah. here? How many sea creatures have you killed? Because I'm at one. Where Your goldfish I? doesn't count. I didn't kill it. He just went home. <laughs> he suicided <laughs> himself. He flushed himself down the toilet. Yeah. No. He just he he had to visit his family, and uh, the only way to get there is when you're like you want to be on your you want to be on your. They took him to a farm, a nice place with big open fields where he could run wild with all of the other goldfish. Yeah, and he de- he decomposed. He reversed drowned, dog. Oh shit! Land drowned. Suffocated. That's a, <laughs> um, right. That'd be that'd be <laughs> yes. Fa- continue with the rating. Continue with the rating. Anyone had to think about that? Was I understood. did. I did. A fish would suffocate on land. Got it. Nailed it. Uh, so meh. Um, I don't, but anyway, it's like we had a few beers. Blah blah blah. Sometimes you get things, but um, I don't get much complexity. I don't really get like to me. I just get really heavy vanilla. I do get slight citrus. The more I drink of it, the more flavor I get. But like, it is probably unfair. But I'm comparing it to so many other orange vanilla beers and like i've had so many better versions to me where it's just more flavorful like four day ray redemption i mean it's not unfair that's kind of what we're here to do oh but uh so then fine um i have had better versions of this and i compare it to it and this is just not as robust as flavorful as complex so i'm done swell i think for me this one surprisingly this one actually ends up landing at about a solid and a half Pete is correct. I'm, I'm going to have to go back through and uh, revise what he I said. He seems surprised. Surprised uh, as hell. It's very surprising when Pete is correct. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> You're rating, dick. <laughs> do, you have a, so, do you have coronavirus? Is your um, after the first couple of drinks, the, the vanilla is still there, but is more muted. And you do tend to get more of that, that citrus bright. You know, again, a little bit of the bitterness, but certainly not overpowering. And I, I think that this one, after you you get through those those first couple of drinks, this one does turn into a, a fairly refreshing, drinkable beer that would be good in in hot weather. Um, again, the sweetness tamps down a little bit, so so that ups the utility. I've always been uh, a, a big fan of the sunlight. Largely because it's, you almost hate to say it, it's sometimes hard in the craft beer world to find just an easy drinking, you know, kind of lighter ale. 
um, like lighter beer of any kind. Uh, I, I know that we've we've had this discussion about you know craft pilsners and stuff. Uh, so sunlight, I, I, I've always really enjoyed because I know that if I need a, a cookout beer, not only is it always there, but it's usually pretty easy to find. And this is this is an interesting twist on that style. Um, or I guess on that specific beer, this is, uh, you know, if it's the middle of summer and you've been taking sunlight everywhere, then especially if Sun King's putting a, a big push on this one, then this one's available. It switches things up a little bit. It kind of holds your interest in a different way than the standard sunlight. So, so yeah, so I, uh, I end up at a solid and a half. I found it at Kroger. There's a lot of it. Solid and a half, and it surprised me. I didn't think I was going to dislike it, but I did not think I was going to enjoy the beer as much as I do. And I'm noticing as I, I've now finished my my serving, it didn't get to a point where everything tasted artificial. And I think with vanilla and a vanilla cream flavor in other beers, I've noticed at some point in time, everything just starts to taste artificial to me. Now, this could be because I only had four ounces of it and I didn't grow tired of it, but to me, things tasted natural enough, refreshing enough throughout. I think in a sitting, I could have maybe a couple of them. I don't know if it's a an all-day drinker. I don't know if I'm going to have a 24-pack just in the cooler rolling around behind Dude. me, but that's kind of reserved for beers that taste like beer. That's kind of Pilsner territory if you're just going to roll around with one with you. I don't... I don't think I'm going to be doing that with stouts or anything real crazy, but throw this guy in the rotation, especially in the summer months. I think you'll be real pleased with it. What was the percentage? Did you find it? Like some- 5.3. 5.3. Ooh. A little bit of a bonus. Than I, yeah, higher than I was expecting because, yeah. I mean, if it's a 12 percenter, that'd be sneaky as hell. Super sneaky. You know what else is sneaky? No. And Snacks. nor do we care. So, moving on to our out-of-towner, our out-of-town beer from our good friends in Rheingeist from Cincinnati, Germany, according to Pete. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We have the Zango Fruited Ale. Zango? Mango Magic. Oh, that makes sense. Apple, mango, and tangerine merge. Zango. A delightfully refreshing concoction appears from behind the curtain. Enchantingly crisp, alluringly tart, and sparkling with notes of citrus and tropical fruit, Zango dazzles palates with liquid legerdemain. ABV, 5.0%. Uh, no IBUs. What's that last word? Legerdemain? What's that mean? I honestly don't know. I, uh, yeah, I know you honestly don't know, but I'm not talking about it on the show. On spec, I want to hate this. But it's it's a fruit beer, so on spec, I wanted to hate it before I even got to the press. So Oh, legendary? Is that what that means? No. Would you put the can down and drink? Well, no. Keep the can and try and make this... Pete, do you know what ledger domain means? Spin it. Do your deal. Do you know the word? Do your deal. I'm not... But do you know the word? Do your do your dance, monkey. Is that an animal? All right, so... Zango! Uh, can is orange, which obviously means mango. And then you have the... So it's an orange can, and then you have a white circle, and then you have a black circle, and then you have a apple skull inside that. So it's going to be orangey, apple-y, kind of... Kind of Zango? Well, I'm trying to remember what Rob said. Kind of... He's still stuck on Ledger Domain. No, yeah, well, I just want to know. Is it like? Is I'm it, just it, impressed you said skull instead of skeleton, like you do for every single skull you see. No, that's an apple skull. 
Yes, I know. I'm impressed. I'm giving you praise. Yeah. So again, going to be appley, mangoey because the color, the orange. Um, it might be slightly dry because bones are dry, as we all know. Um, yep. There. That sounds familiar. We've been down <laughs> that road before. I don't know. Well, what is? Le- I guess I'll look it up. There's no time. I'll look it up when you guys. No, are you have to suck beer, Sally. I'll suck it when I want to, which is right now. Sucking. Ooh, smells nice. Does it? Mm-hmm. Is that what nice smells like? Crisp, fruity, um, kind of cidery almost, or like a kind of like a champagne type feel. Fruity, tart. What do you uh, mean champagne type feel? Kind of like a, I guess like champagne's kind of like what's like caffeinated is not the right word, but like bubbly or yes, bubbly is fine. Effervescent, effervescent, leisure domain. That's it, not what that fuck. is. Those are not <laughs> synonymous. Damn it. <laughs> Do I get do I I get apple? I don't know if I get mango. I don't know if you'd know the difference. That's true. Fruits of fruit. Oh my god. This must be what hippies taste. <laughs> what? Like at Woodstock? No, just a whole bunch of pretentious fruits. It feels like they're in my mouth right now with bubbles. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, effervescent uh fruity apples. Um it reminds me uh, yeah, Schneider, champagne, that kind of that mouth. Schneider. <laughs> Schneider. Bill Schneider. Rob Schneider. <laughs> Shit. Is there a Bill Schneider? You your swear I am quota, not, by the I'm way. I'm messing up a lot tonight. So Tonight. <laughs> in life, general, 34 years. You could pass the baton, sir. You can just think about your Schneider and relax. If I pass it, I can look up Leisure Domain. <laughs> yeah. Be quick about it. Dope. It definitely has champagne-type characteristics. Um, really thought you were going to say Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lots of mango. Lots, lots of mango right up front and then kind of hanging with you. And then it falls off to, yes, Ledger Domain is a skill with the hands, usually involving card tricks and or magic. Deception. Trickery. <laughs> That's a fun one. Mango. Oh, God. Um, That's my new favorite word. <laughs> yeah. Mango. Lots of mango. All kinds of mango in there. Uh, Ledger Domain. Toward, towards the end, it dries out. It is crisp. It... Um, again, tends to have those champagne and, and cider notes to it. But again, and I cannot stress this enough, mango. Whole lot of mango. Mango for days. Zango, although a dumb word may be appropriate. This, what's, what's I, the, why is it Zango? What's the Z from? I don't know. I mean, it sounds like a Side whimsical guys? magic word. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> whimsical magical! Pleasure to me! So it's... It's... Sweet bubble mangoes is how I would describe this beer. Or sweet bubble cider is probably close. But yeah, I swear if you if you like fruit and you like sweet, I don't think you'd have anything bad to say about this. I don't get a bitter finish. I don't get a whole lot of beer characteristics, except there is some malt. But beyond that, it's just a healthy bit of fruit and sweet. And Michael Bublé's. I'm surprised you're not just giddy over there. No, I'm giddy. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a muted giddy. I'm going to give this one a double solid. You uh, can't because it's shit. not in state. <laughs> and you're out of swears. You've used up all of That's your allotted swear swears. Word. You're silly. Uh, I'm going to give this one a, I guess, always. I guess I'll I guess kind I'll of announce it. Well, sh- no. God. That's why I don't like the uh, out-of-state rating, because it's going to be a mostly... Because you can't enunciate? Well, it's going to be mostly, because I don't think I'm always... Like, I don't think I can... You don't have to interpret always as being literal. But you do. That's the rating. Well, it's it, it's like 
always is generally looked upon as when I see it, I will always buy it. I don't know if I always will. So then don't rate it that. Mostly. I will mostly buy it when I see it. Not all the time, because sometimes there may be something else who's like, hey, buy me. I've never had you. I'll be like, okay, I'll buy you, friend. But um, if I see this, it'll probably be mostly. I'll probably buy it again. For all the conversations that you apparently have with your beer, this show (laughs) is the evidence of the only beer word you... Ask them about themselves sometime. Maybe they can give you more pertinent information. Ask the beers about them? Yes, since you're talking with them. Hey, so I, uh, you, you are the one who have personified the beer. That is not Rob. That is you. Well, there's a face on it. It's a skull face. Yeah, that one has a face too. Two faces. So I am oh, going no. to be. <laughs> I am going to be a never. There's oh. all kinds of mango, which I do not care for. Sweet again, very very sweet, which I also am not real big on. Like Pete said, uh, this is right in the wheelhouse of somebody who does who does tend to like the fruitier characters to beer who tends to be more on the cider side. The finish is, is dry and actually fairly clean, but uh, again, it's just kind of, to me at least, it's just kind of syrupy mango throughout. And I, I'm not real big on that in, in either one of those uh, in my beer. So I, uh, as much Rheingeist, as much as I like you, as much as I like what you do, not this one. I, I will not, I will not be doing this one. Bazango. Go on. Uh, yeah. No, you, you, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> don't stop there. For God's <laughs> sakes. Don't stop. No, that was my mic drop moment. What does Bazango mean? It's like, shut up. But no, <laughs> you don't get a, you don't get a shut up this one. You're the one. No, I can shut up this away. So. Okay. Sometimes, so the deal with this is, <laughs> do you want some uh, palate cleanser? For what? <laughs> no, because that is also mango. <laughs> for what I feel like they wanted to do, based on the print on their can, I think they nailed it. I think that cidery, whiny, kind of not overly beery, is what this is. Do you need me to finish yours for you? So, Hooray. it's one of those things. I think I would buy for people who aren't really into beer, but are into like the. The Boone's Farm type wine because it is that level of fruity sweet. And I could enjoy a can of it sometimes, but it's not going to have a a routine spot in my fridge. I'm not going to seek it out. And if I see it, I don't know if I'd have a big problem passing it up. But I don't think it's because it's a poorly done beverage. I think it's because it's just not perhaps to my taste. And I assume it's a seasonal, right? I or don't know. D- yes, available May through June, or I'm sorry, March through June. Oh, no, March no. through June. We only got three days. Probably the right time, although I might aim for the hotter months. But in any event, I don't think that I was ever going to be kind of the target market for this beverage. You mean like but, badass? Yeah. But for, again, what they've described, I think they've achieved their uh, their goal. Well, and the, I mean, certainly there's a lot of truth in advertising here, right? It's It's not like... Some of the descriptions you get where you you buy it and you're thinking, oh, man, this is right in my wheelhouse. And the beer has very little, if anything, of, of what was described. They're up front with it. And and to your point, um, you know, I, too, want to say that that this is a well-crafted, uh, well-crafted drink. It's just definitely not my flavor profile. Um have you ever um, kind of gone into a brewery? Yes. Great. Have you ever gone into a brewery, looked yes. at their lineup, and yes. saw 
a fruited beer that you've been excited about, or maybe if not excited about, curious to try? Yes. And do you remember? <laughs> and do you remember kind of what the the flavor profile was? No. So um, there, I mean, there are certain things that I think to me, um, and again, this is this is simply speaking to my palate, since that's really the question you asked. Yeah. Um, I think that there are certain things, certain fruits that I don't necessarily object to in a beer because for me, I think that there are some fruits that lend themselves more. Now, it depends on the style, but uh, I, I know actually one of the more surprising ones that we actually did on the show uh, a long time ago now, I think, was the the Dark Horse Blueberry Stout. Yeah. Which, um, and but that one, to me, on works on an academic level, right? If it's not kind of the sweet artificial blueberry, but you get more of the tart, uh, then then I think that that would be interesting in a stout. When, you know, again, orange, kind of more of your um, sour citrus fruits. You know, your oranges, your lemons. Uh, somebody, I think it was... Two, two Toms did a key lime that I thought you enjoyed. Yes, that was amazing. That one was... And, and that's another one that, again, in the right beer, uh, Two Toms did one that, that I enjoyed. Uh, Scarlet Lane had a, a lime beer. I can't remember exactly what it was. I just know that it was tasty. What's the one uh, in not green? Their, not their seltzery guy, or was it the seltzery I don't guy? believe so. I think that it was... Um, I think that it, it actually might have been a pale ale. So, you know, you, you throw those citrus fruits in on top of kind of uh, the, the citrus hops and stuff, and it, it worked fairly well. Again, your, your orange and kind of lemon-flavored uh, beers, I don't object to right off the bat because they can work. Now, unlike Adam, when you get into the, the dreamsicle-style stuff, it's easy to lose me because I don't – for as thin as those beers usually are because of the style, right? Because that's what they're supposed to be. I don't tend to like the sweetness. I, I think that they go a little overboard on the cream side of the creamsicle. And um, so for me, it, it kind of takes what should be, again, a crisp, refreshing beer and adds some syrup to it, some sweetness, which is easy to, to make cloying, um, and generally makes the beer less drinkable. Uh, but I, as a general principle, mango, I generally stay away from because I know I don't like mango. I've yet to have a strawberry beer that I cared for. So if it's got strawberry in it, uh, it's I like the six foot strong, six foot blonde strawberry. Well, and again, well-made beer, well-made beer. I just it doesn't work for me. The other thing is cherry. Anything cherry, no, cherry. I won't touch mainly because of childhood experiences. Everything cherry tastes like Robitussin to me. What's the place in Greenwood? Big Mashcraft? Place. No, the one that did the raspberry, right? Oh, yeah, Raswheat. Do you uh, like that? That's, uh, no. Oak and um, Barrel. Okay, I don't know if you like I like that so, one, but... Um, I don't think anyone ever goes light on cherry. I think everyone really goes hard on cherry. Cherry's uh, just a weird flavor. It's true. But <laughs> similar question, but the exact opposite. <laughs> Whoa. There, My, that's a leisure domain. Are there fruits in beer, Adam, that Ooh. just on spec you're thinking, no, I want no part of this? Are there fruits that you just think should stay out of beer? Uh, cherry is probably the one that gives me the most like weird tasting, but I'll, I'll still try it. But like 
cherry flavor as itself, I don't like. I don't know why, but like, I don't, I don't like cherry. Like everything else, I'm good with. Like, I'm telling you, man, it's the Robitussin. <laughs> like banana, raspberry, blueberry, mango, orange. You're Is doing coconut the a fruit? Of answering the question, Is coconut a fruit. I give you coconut. Coconuts hit or miss. What what's the question? What fruits don't I like? Yeah, is there a fruit that would be off putting to you? If somebody said, Here's well, raspberry you said is fine, or a blackberry or a I mean, I guess cherry would be the most l- cher- I'd still try it, but cherry's the one that I don't Yeah, I don't and I know Sun King makes a cherry busey that I'm not really into, but it's won awards. I'm struggling. If you to mix think- cherry with like chocolate and vanilla, it's okay. But like cherry by itself I don't like. I think part of it is like Dr. Pepper Jerry. Largely, you still have to try a little bit of it, right? Because you never know when you're going to be surprised. You never know when you're going to find a beer that you really, really liked that you thought you were never going to. No, I'm not trying that because that's not beer. That's just alcohol water. water. <laughs> Somebody watered down your mango flavored vodka. That's what that is. So, um, only 90 calories. Great. <laughs> Coconut water. What? Yeah, so, uh, but, I, but I think you have to try it. Now, again, we've had some beers that said that they were mango on the show that I, I, I think I remember enjoying to greater or lesser extents, largely because they didn't particularly taste like mango. You know, again, circling back, there are some where it's like, hey, listen, mango's kind of a deal breaker for me. Cherry very much, you know, not a fan of the cherry Busey. Tried that one because it is very well thought of. But my baseline is I don't like cherry. So again, that takes nothing away from the beer. It's just that I didn't like what they were showcasing with the beer. Uh, so I, you know, it, it comes down to, you know, kind of the the old bromide: be true to yourself, right? Know thyself, uh, because you know that there are some things that you're just absolutely going to hate. But kind of to circle all the way back. For me, I'm more likely to try a beer if, to me, it feels like the ingredient should be, you know, cucumber beer. Absolutely not, because there's no re- there's no way that cucumber in beer is going to is taste Is that a vegetable? Good. Yes, but it's a Kolsch, so because of alliteration, it's got to be good. Well, like grape, I'm trying, uh, I was going through fruits in my head. Is there any grape beers? Books and Brews added Grape slushy flavoring or snow cone flavoring to But like a beer. grapes are fruit that people don't really touch. Why? Because well, because natural grape doesn't really have a lot of right. flavor to it. You so it's hard to, to use that syrup. Yeah. Okay. And so that's why I say books and brews did it, but I and the way I said it sounded very negative. So books and brews they'll do the small batch stuff and just have fun with it. They've thrown sour patch kids and yes. they've thrown red hot. So that's kind of their deal. When they did their grape John Snow I believe they uh, yeah, sincerely okay. took the it snow cone flavor yep, and poured yep. it in. So I I hesitate. They did it. They made a beer, but what they had was a base beer that they just added to it for fun. So I struggle saying that that's something they made. Okay. Um, I was just thinking, like, in my head, fruit-wise, like, grape is one that's, like, a popular, like... Grape's a popular, like, soda, well, whatever flavor, but beer-wise, you hardly ever see it. it yeah, well, but, but again... It's really come by, I think, yeah. Even most, I mean, almost anything that you, it's it's like banana. Banana, you know, drinks, banana flavored candy, you know, grape, the same thing. There's, they taste nothing like the actual fruit. Okay. It's um, like the exaggerated mind's third. Just whatever a runt tastes like. <laughs> right. 
now yeah. and later's. I mean, pick your pick your poison there, but what watermelon you occasionally find in beer. Was it a blueberry blonde that Four Day Ray did that they balanced oh. with like a lemon zest? But there was something that they did. I or they had another flavor that they balanced with a blueberry. But whatever they did, they had a very kind of tart flavor paired with almost a sour flavor that they used to balance it out. And for whatever reason, blueberry blonde doesn't sound right, but they did a variant of their blood orange blonde. Like I said earlier, strawberry blonde's one of my favorite fruit beers. They did a different variation of that too. Oh, the they did a peanut butter busted uh, knuckle that I really liked. But they yeah, also Yeah, that was good. They did something else with their strawberry six foot blonde. They had a different variant, but that actually kind of... In the brewery we're talking about is... Big Woods. That actually does kind of parlay into what we were talking about. They took a base beer and they added to it and produced it and it sold really well. Remember when we made banana beer? So what we did was we used a lot of Belgian (laughs) sugar. And when we used that amount, it translated to banana, which I think is a flavor that exists kind of latently in some Belgian beers, but we did a we hell have of a job beer. bringing it to the forefront. We had like strong alcoholic banana it's, beer. <laughs> d- depending on what you're doing, it's technically considered an off flavor, but it actually tasted fairly good. Yeah, was, so, and also to... came out at like 11%. So. <laughs> we were well north of nine. That's all I recall. And it was like bombers I, we made them in too, right? Like we Bombers. Made, yes, yeah. I still have at least what, one of them. What? I have at least one of every beer we've ever made, which I think is only four. Should you review it? But or I we, have uh... five or six bottles, and I'm confident it's been years since we've last made one, so that they was... have to be bad. <laughs> no. They've been cellared, but I, I tell you what, if there's enough interest, I'm, a comment, yeah. a like, a share, or even amongst the group or people who know us. I'm interested. In one evening, I think we should go through all of them, because I think for the most part, it will be a sip or two, and the rest of it will go down the drain. Nope, I'm drinking it all. You heard him say it. He'll drink Wait, it what? all. All of it that's in my sample cup. Yeah, that's not what you said. <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't died yet. I haven't tried that experience. Could You're be fun. You have an awful tummy ache. I always do. <laughs> tummy bubbles are different. <laughs> They're silly. But uh, so you have we, we did four beers. I remember two. I think we did four. We did, we did banana. We, we did, did the stout. We did well. You guys actually mostly did the Belgian. Um, that was. You, I think Is I showed up Fisher's after apartment? work one day and you were already more than halfway through the process. So, oh, I see um, you blaming that one on us. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. uh, really nice. Those are the two I remember, but I know that we, well, there was one, or maybe I'm combining. I know you and I did one without Adam before Mother- the podcast. I think that that was, I think that that was the cool, kind cool, of Franken cool, cool. beer that we did for Pipe Guy Nate. Yes. Friend of the yeah, show, Pipe Guy Nate. And there was one we've made here, one we've made in Fisher's, one we've made in my house. I've done Fisher's apartment one. And then we didn't brew beer in the Indianapolis, did we? No. Mm-mm. But we brewed beer in my present house. I don't think we I was... brewed two, but lost one because the, the airlock shot off. Like I've only done two that I remember. <laughs> well, that's a you problem. Either way. I've got beer that's been sitting in what I call the cellar, but it's a small unfinished closet in my basement where my sump pump lives. The one that overflowed. Oh, is that how you got like the flood? Yeah, but in insurance terms, don't use the word flood because that usually means denial. Is that's that, just a tip is for that anyone you, who's listening. Is that how you got the big water? Yeah, we call that a backup or an overflow. These words are fine. Overflow I'm fine with. I Avoid like the word seep or flood. Just throwing that out Seep's there. gross. Just take that home with you. We should probably do another beer sometime. Yes, we should. 
In fact, for more fan interaction, if you have recommendations, comment. Like, let us know. And then have your friends weigh in. If there's a terribly complicated beer, mind you, I didn't say terribly expensive, we'll <laughs> screw it up. And then we'll drink it. And it'll be great. But, uh... Then you can laugh at us and it'll be a good time. It's true. Yes, it's always a good time with us. And, uh... Well. We have network friends. They're also a good oh, yeah. time. They're pretty silly. Uh, but you can find them at the network.beer. Again, kind of doing a soft launch. Haven't gone full into it. Expect changes. Big changes. Oh, I expect big changes. Huge changes. So you're like, so we're like a grower, not a shower? Yep. Definitely that. Good old uh, beer reverend, Charlie Sass, has written an article for us. Yeah, we're, we're big time. Ohap's um, there. The Indie, indie beer, beer sleuth. sleuth. Excellent writer. And, uh, yeah, we got some merch at Threadless, speakpodcast.threadless.com. Just in time for summer, get your t-shirts and you could, suits. You could wear us. You could be inside I know we do us. shoes. Do we have flip-flops? Ooh, Are there fl- Speak Podcast fl- flip-flops? Do we got flip-flops? I will check right now. We don't now, but by the time this uh, airs, if that's an option that Threadless has, they will be there. Yeah, we need flip-flops. Because we can, like, ride with mermaids and shit. Is that the song? We talked about your swear quota. Mermaids? <laughs> Multiple times. Yeah, it's too late now. Yeah, you've ruined it. So there's really only one thing left to do to ensure that your swears will be at least limited. Good night.